Music. Hi, I'm John Schaefer here with the second season of LPR Live, a podcast from Q2 Music that gives you an all-access pass to New York City's underground club Le Poisson Rouge, a place where creative ideas within classical, jazz, electronic, and indie rock music collide and build upon one another. Tonight we'll hear from Port St. Willow, a New York-based band led by composer, guitarist, and vocalist Nicholas Principe. His second album, Syncope, was released late last year and featured members of The Antlers, Highwater, and Bing and Ruth. This band marries elements of ambient music, slow-building post-rock, and improvisation, and they count the legendary Brian Eno among their fans. Producers Hannes Brown and Connor Hannock joined members of the Port St. Willow group live backstage at LPR. My name is Nicholas Principe. I play guitar and lots of pedals and sing. You're sort of the mastermind behind the whole project. On the recording side, for sure. Um, The records are kind of a... I tend to work at it by myself and then bring in collaborators for that. But then the live side is very much a separate vehicle because I'm not really interested in telling people exactly what to play. So trying to put the right people in a space they can work in. I mean, we all resonate with like a lot of ambient music, at least as a foundational thing. Uh, so rather than having silence, you have some sort of backdrop to react to. And then from then, it's very generative. You know, the melodies and the rhythm are kind of the f- structure. And then we are pretty liberal with how we'll stretch out or just kind of change sections from a record because there's no reason to stick to it. I'm Tommy Crane, and I play drums in Port St. Willow. One of the concepts of the record was this ambient backdrop and then very specific drum beats. Nick definitely developed the drum parts first, but it is like this fight (laughs) in a way. Like There's a lot of opposition and then a lot of parts that are linking up. I'm curious about performing ambient music live. Right, right. Like, what's generally the first thing that happens? And Are you playing to a click? I'm never playing to a click. We're, we're very anti-click in this band. Anti-laptop and anti-click. Everything is being generated live. Hi, I'm Andrew Dunn. I play keyboards and samplers and bass synthesizer with my feet and some space trombone. His records are the blueprint, and we wanted to be faithful to that. But he also wasn't saying, these are the charts, this is what you should play, this is exactly how it is. So he gave us a lot of freedom to kind of have our own take on what he did. And if it gets too far out, you know, he'll, he'll rein us back in a little bit. I think what I'm more interested in in a live format is creating some sort of an experience that makes it feel like you should be there rather than watching someone like trying to bring something that's quite different than the the record. If we get on stage and we try to like rush the experience, it doesn't work. <laughs> kind of have to be okay with the silence that happens in the set and the dynamics and the fact that it usually takes some time for the audience to adjust. We have to kind of own the fact that it's going to be uncomfortable <laughs> at times. I 
used to do a lot more like song stop song stop and I just I got a little tired of being like we have merch at the back and it's great you know I just was like alright we're here let's do the thing everyone knows the band has been together for about a year it's taken us until now to work this record in, in its entirety I know a few months ago when we were playing in Portland, Oregon, the engineer and I think the co-producer, he said it was a bit of an out-of-body experience. He was like, I never thought we'd be able to play this music live. There was so much improvisation that happened in the recording process. That's one of the most uncanny things about this band is that it just like kind of clicked very quickly and surprisingly quickly. The goal, I think, for all of us is to make the sound tool is secondary so that you can connect and react to each other um, but that's where a lot of the work in rehearsals goes it's like to there's so much sequencing so to have that be fluid so that you can actually improvise a bit you have a pre-show ritual that you do as part of this band we we all have our own thing we did a pretty long tour earlier in the year I could tell that we all had our pre pre-gig rituals. Andrew, you know, is into meditation and practice yoga. It isn't the kind of material where you can, you know, have like three or four beers and then go on stage and nail the music or something. It's definitely a performance, very tight, but then at the same time what's happening and what we had to work up as an ensemble was very um, difficult. The texture and, and the rhythm and how it all linked up together. I'm Danny Marie. I'm a fan of Port St. Willow. I'm Jess Fenton. Uh, Danny said I should come check out this band, and that's why I'm here. I was originally introduced to the music by one of the band members, Nick, and as soon as I heard the music, I was instantly hooked on it. Big fan of it. I actually just pre-ordered the new album, really like the two new songs that are out, too. Here's Port St. Willow performing music from Syncope, live at La Poisson Rouge.
agreement. That was Port St. Willow performing music from Syncope live at Le Poisson Rouge this past March. This episode of LPR Live was produced by Curtis McDonald and Hannes Brown with executive producer Alex Ambrose. The music was recorded by George Wellington and Chase Colpon. I'm John Schaefer. You can hear this night's entire concert on demand by visiting our website at q2music.org slash LPR Live. To learn more about Port St. Willow, go to portstwillow.com. Subscribe to LPR Live wherever you get your podcasts and listen to our 24-7 stream of the best in new music at q2music.org.